0: What's up, guys? Wood here. Today I want to break down a psalm for you. Something that I've been meditating on for a while and something, a psalm that you would have heard many times in song. It's Psalms 100. So without further ado, I'm going to read it and then let's break it down together right here in the middle of Davao City in Addao Public Market. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with singing and with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Go into His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And His faithfulness continues. To each generation now I know you would have heard this psalm before but as I've meditated on it this psalm really outlines a structure by which we can live as Christians the way that we view God the way that we come into his presence the way that we look at him the way that we basically breathe every day is with the knowledge of what this psalm is breaking down let me explain why first of all it says shout with joy it doesn't say I think maybe if you feel good you should do this when you're having a good day then you should maybe try to shout this is a command this is a lifestyle you see when we live worship worship isn't just on a Sunday we don't just shout when we're with a nice group of people or when you're there on a Sunday and the band is picking. no this is a lifestyle this is a command in our lifestyle so that's where I want to start with today and then as we break down this psalm I believe it will encourage you as it has me to go deeper in to God knowing who he is to us and who he should be to all around us as we are examples of the grace and mercy of God here we go so first of all it's a command to all the earth it talks about the the current generation and to me it also speaks to all the earth shout with joy to the Lord all the earth one day when Christ returns the whole world will know that he is King But for us as believers, this is a lifestyle, folks, worship the Lord with gladness. We don't come in with a request, with needing more and wanting more. We come in with a thankful heart, with thanksgiving, it says that later on in the psalm. But first of all, before you even get to that, I want to talk about this, verse 3, acknowledge that the Lord is God. We need to know who God is. When you break that down, acknowledge that He is God, that means one of two things. Either He is God or He isn't, because if He isn't God, that means that we are God. We have put ourselves as idols and worship other things, or we worship ourselves by serving ourselves. It starts with that acknowledge, know God, know who He is. Do you know that the Lord is truly God over your life? That means that He rules and He reigns. That His commands are ours to do. Now it's, for some, that's difficult to grasp. Because that means that you have gotta lay down your own life in order to find it. But this is the command of the Lord. We need to know God. You can't come in with, without knowing who He is. You see, he's, a, he's our Savior, our God. He commands that we come to know Him second half of that verse he made us and we are his he made us he is the creator he really starts to labor the point that we don't belong to ourselves because he says he is the creator he made us and we are his we belong to him see this is the gospel when you accept christ you've been bought with the precious blood of jesus you no longer belong to yourself you are not your own And this psalm really breaks it down. We are His. He is our rightful owner. When we come into the Father, when we are grafted into His family, He says, you are mine. But you see, the world wants you to think, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Be your own God. God really say that he is the creator he wants to put doubt in your mind you see that makes the world says that makes you more but actually it makes you less what is it profit a man to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul you see this is where this is laboring it we are his people it carries on in verse 3 the sheep of his pasture we are his people We are His. We are not our own people. I can't labor that enough because this is the greatest struggle that I find can be in my own heart and in many of my Christian brothers and sisters. They forget that they don't belong to themselves. They belong to God. He rules and He reigns. We are His people. With that comes tremendous benefits, because with that, it says there, we are the sheep of His pasture. Therefore, He is our carer, our benefactor. He is the God who heals and who saves and who sets free. Why? Not because He has to, not because we've earned it, but because of His love for us. Because of His joy in in loving His sheep, His children. So today, folks, I wanna encourage you. Trust in God. Lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge Him in all of your ways. And what He will direct, He will make your path clear. You see, when we try to find things on our own, when we try to lead things on our own, I guarantee your path becomes murky. No, instead lay your burdens, put them down and say, God, I give this all to you. I don't belong to me. Even my own worldly wisdom is foolishness compared to yours. I wanna trust in you today. Then it says this in verse 4, after he describes that he is our benefactor, he gives us what we need because he is our carrier. we are the sheep of his pastures. he is our ruler, our God, our creator. You see the pattern here? It's establishing a firm foundation of understanding, knowing who God is. And then with that understanding and knowledge it says this, enter his gates with thanksgiving. This doesn't make us fearful, it makes us thankful because we belong to the king of the Lord of Lords. We go into His courts with praise, remembering what God has done for us, not because of our own merit, but because of who He is. We give thanks to Him when we praise His name. We don't lift our own names up, we lift up the name of Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And it goes on, for the Lord is good. It talks about God being a, he He is never ending. He's the Alpha and Omega. His goodness, his infinite mercy, his mercies are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. He's like a fountain that never runs out, never runs out. The Lord's goodness is there for you and I, each and every day, even when, even when we've fallen, his mercies are there for the truth. His unfailing love continues, forever. He is good. His tender mercies is everlasting. Guys, when you think on that, when you know your God and then know his heart, the fact that his heart is not to harm us, but to help us to live the fullness of life as it is in heaven. He's already laid out a path for you and I. But in order to find that we gotta lose our own grip on ourselves and say, God, I give myself away to you so you can use me. I trust in you. And lastly, it says this, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. God's faithfulness, the truth, can never be shaken he is the only firm foundation you can hold on to today if you hold on to the world it will never last kingdoms rise and kingdoms fall but his will remain forever the truth of the word the truth of Jesus Jesus became flesh the word became flesh in Jesus his is everlasting it never changes that's where your security and my security can lie I want to encourage you today that His truth is one that we can hold on to like an anchor. The winds may blow, and sometimes you may feel like you're being bent, but God says I will never let you be snapped. I will never let you go through anything that's beyond what you can handle. God has given you everything you need for a life of godliness today. But I want to challenge you and I today to come in knowing God, know who He is. His tender mercies, His love, He's our benefactor, He's our carer. But with that comes the fact that He says, I want you to acknowledge that I am the king. Not only am I your savior, but I'm your king. Anyway, I pray that they encourages you to dig into Psalm 100 like I have. Let the word come to life in your heart. Let it direct your path and I guarantee you that you will walk in the fullness and the fruit that God has already in store and intended for you today. Anyway, until next time, stay blessed, and I'll speak to you soon.